0: at www.mapministry.org. Today's podcast is entitled, You Must Be Born Again, by Joe Kime, and is part one of three.
1: From outward appearance, I, w- I would say the man is probably saved. He went forward in a church serv- after a-, a sermon and supposedly surrendered his life to Christ but beyond that, he has no fruit. He has no desire to go to church. Okay? He just doesn't have a desire. He's been in trouble with the law. Uh, he's he's uh, made some really poor choices even in the last couple of weeks. I had to sit down with him and, and uh, talk about some of those things. And then I just said, hey, John, you tell me you're a Christian, but there's no fruit there's just no fruit I don't see any desire and I said when I compare your life with what happened in my life when I got saved my whole I mean it was unbelievable I knew without a shadow of a doubt that I had an encounter with God I had I felt love and forgiveness flowed down through every fiber of my body, I knew it was the real deal. I remember getting up after just weeping in front of God and realizing that I was a sinner before a holy God and realizing that I had nothing to offer, but that He did it all. When He paid for my sin, He paid for for all of it, and that it was a free gift to me. And if I would receive that, I would have everlasting life right now, right here. And it's so changed my life that when I opened up the Word of God, those words became life. If I had my first Bible, and it has completely fallen apart because, and I opened till this point, I had never written in my Bible, never, no highlights, no underlines, no notes. But you know what? When I got saved, that changed. I could not help but open the word of God and underline and highlight. It was so written up that in parts you could hardly read it. But that's what happened when I got saved. And so now I look at some other ones and I'm like, there's no desire whatsoever to read the scriptures. Week after week goes by and there's, the Bible is never opened up. Week after week go by and there's no desire to pray. Now, I know sometimes we fall into ruts. I know sometimes we get busy. But I'm talking about week after week and months after months and years go by. And there's never really a deep hunger in your soul to know who God is. And so I begin to wonder... Just because somebody hears the gospel over and over and over, and just because they prayed some prayer years ago does not mean that they are born of God. And so that's what I want to talk to you about. I recently had a, a somebody come to me and said, Well, I was, I believe I was born into a Christian family, therefore I've just kind of always been a fan, you know, been a Christian. I went to the to church, and I've served in church, I got baptized, and I did all these things, and and so I just kind of gradually became a Christian because my whole family was a Christian from my birth. I didn't have an experience like you, like I didn't have to leave the Amish to, and do a complete life change, I didn't have to do that. And even my own children will say that. Well, we're going to grew up in the family that believed in going to church. And we heard the gospel when we went to Sunday school. And we, my daughter prayed a prayer, and then she prayed another one and another one. And finally, it settled. She felt like this is now the prayer that took hold. And Jonathan, the same way. And so that made me think this. and I don't want to get off on a rapid trail, but I'm so glad that I had to give up something for my salvation. It means more when you have to give up something. It doesn't mean as much, but that does not mean that the miracle of salvation is any less. If you were born and raised in church and you got saved and you never really had to change much in your life, that salvation is just as much a miracle as someone who was living the the horrible life in the world, living in sin and getting saved and having to give that up and, you know, change their lifestyle. It's a miracle either way. But again, my question is, you're sitting here today, are you born of God? Are you? Do you remember when you got born of God? Do you remember that moment? Um... Go with me to John chapter 3. We know these verses, but I want to start out with John chapter 3. Because here's here's the story about a very religious man. In his day, he should have been the one saved, right? He knew the law. He was a Pharisee. You couldn't go much higher than a Pharisee. And they were the leaders of the church. They were very religious. That's all they did seven days a week. They, They worked at the church. In their case, the temple. But in this particular case, this very religious man decided he was going to meet Jesus at night away from all the others because he had a question. He, he, he knew there was something different about this man, Jesus, and, it, and so he met with him. And I'm going to start off at verse number 3, John 3, look at verse 3. Jesus answered, and he said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man, or let's say a woman, except a person is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Jump down to verse number 5. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water, that's the natural birth, and of the spirit the spiritual births, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Verse 7 says, Marvel not that I said unto thee, you must be born again. As I was thinking about this, I began to think about, okay, so Jesus comes along and he says, you have to be born the second time. So we're going to leave that go for a little bit. We're going to come back here to the first birth. I went downstairs downstairs. I dug up my birth record from uh, 50 years ago. I turned 50 this year. I was born in 1967, and I looked at this, and, I, and and here's some things I noticed about my birth record. It says that I was born on February the 1st, 1967. It also gives the location. I was born at the New London Hospital. Okay, so I have a couple things here. I was born at a certain location, at a certain time, my exact time is not on here, but I looked at our kids' uh, birth records and it has the exact minute, to the minute, of when Jonathan was born and Rachel was born. So that's a little bit about our first birth. I want to talk a little bit more about that first birth. Suppose I was in the womb and I was not yet born. I didn't have this and you decided you were going to join me in the womb and you were going to tell me about this world that I was about to be born into. And so you're telling me there's birds in that world and you can hear them. They sound beautiful. And in that world there are flowers you can smell. There's food that you can taste. There's all kinds of good stuff going on in that world. But Until I become part of that world, I really can only kind of try to imagine in my mind what that must be like. But then one day, I'm born into the world at a certain time in my life, at a certain location. And now I'm in this world and I'm growing up and going along in life. And suddenly somebody else comes along and says, hey, You have to be born the second time. There's another world. There's no way to enter this world except to be born into it just like you were born into the first world. For that reason, a lot of times when I am very confident that there was a new birth or a second birth, I will come up with a second birth certificate. I hold now in my hand a second birth certificate. It says July 28, 1985. I know the exact place I was at on that day. It was on a Sunday afternoon. Recently, I was doing an interview with, uh, it was actually Moody Radio. I had an opportunity to do an entire one hour interview with somebody uh, from Moody. And he asked me right before we were ending it, he says, do you remember the day of the week that you were born the second time? I said, I absolutely do. It was so powerful that I went home and I wrote it down. It was on a Sunday afternoon. And I said, it wasn't that, just a couple years ago, I took a young man out there to this place. And I said, right about in this area is where I was born the second time. And he said, well, that's what his program is going to be the next hour. And I thought, that's interesting. And so because as I've traveled and I've talked to Christian, not everybody has that date and that time and that location. And sometimes I've wondered, you know, does that mean that they're not born again? I was just recently talking to a pastor about this. And he said, Joe, I don't have a time. I don't have a location. I don't know exactly. But he said, I remember that my life changed drastically. He said, I could tell you about when it happened. And the more we talked, I said, my, you know, that had to have been the new birth. But when I come to somebody that says, I don't remember the time. I don't remember the location. I don't remember really anything drastically big happening. I don't really have that passion in my soul, like I should for for God, then I begin to wonder, does that person really have the Holy Spirit living inside of them? It's just a question. I don't have the answer. More than anything, I just want to challenge us, right? I want to challenge us. It's too big of a deal to just overlook I want you to do what Paul said to examine yourself and see if you are of the faith. I don't care if you're 80 years old today. I don't care what age we are. Let's stop for a moment. And and it's not a bad thing. I, I used to do this with my kids all the time. I'd say, now tell me again of the time that you were born again. Rather than go to them and say, remember the day you prayed that prayer and you got saved? That's... Probably not a very good approach. It would be much better to say, hey, can you tell me again of that time that you believe you were born again? Because we're talking about heaven and hell. We're talking about all eternity. Uh, It's a very, very serious matter. And so the question this morning is, do you have two birth certificates, or do you only have one? In order to enter or see the kingdom of God, you have to have the second birth. There has to be a second birth certificate.
0: Thank you for listening to this podcast series. Check out Mission to Amish People online at www.mapministry.org or keep up to date with us on Facebook and Google+. Thank you again and have a blessed day.